This is episode 13 with Sydney Clavinger of the Entrepreneur's Tribe podcast. We interview some of the most brilliant minds in business and entrepreneurship so you can learn how to maintain success, enjoy its rewards and take it to the next level. Together, we break down all of the myths, legends, struggles and insights behind what it takes for you to join this tribe of successful entrepreneurs to grow and stay ahead of the pack. I'm your host, Joel Ong of the Entrepreneur's Tribe Podcast and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur's Tribe Podcast. My name is Joel and I'm the host for today's show. I'm also the founder and video strategist at Tip Your Time. And we are a video production agency that helps uh, to empower business owners to better leverage the power of video to showcase their story, their brand, their essence, you know, what makes them special and unique and help them stand out in a more crowded world. So today's guest, his name is Sidney Klebinger. And, you know, Sydney started out with a gun in his hand, essentially in uh, 2016, uh, you know, problems like physical abuse, emotional abuse, theft, infidelity, embezzlement, anxiety, depression, and, um, you know, panic attacks, uh, and, and his near-death, uh, almost suicidal experience. Uh, and he, he came from that place to starting the Better Leads Institute. So Sydney is the CEO, and he, you know, he credits... Um, choice and he credits consistency as the key to his rise to success uh, before he's making seven figures annually and running multiple businesses as an entrepreneur. And fast forward to 2020 today, in the new year, um, Sydney is now a digital marketer, he's an author, he's a coach and a speaker who has built and run multiple businesses. So for all the way from an advertising agency that does seven figures a year in contract, uh, CBD, commerce business, information products like coaching courses to build an influence on social media and online. Sydney has also written five books on marketing and advertising on social media. And his mission is to help a thousand people with guns in their hands like himself to choose life and become successful in their lives. So today's episode, um, you get to learn about Sydney's story, um, his near-death experiences, the lessons he've learned. Um, how he generates leads on social media, uh, he uses uh, groups online, for example, um, his perspectives on paid advertising, and how he builds a system and builds a team uh, for scale and profit in the long run. You also learn about you know, um, some of the mindsets and thinking and the way he approaches things, and you get an inside look into his process on how he managed to achieve uh, such success and massive transformation. So if you liked and enjoyed this episode, please do leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're listening on. Um, and also, of course, share this with your friends and family. Perhaps that's a New Year gift. <laughs> um, and yeah, um, also, you could also check out um, our website, video.sell.com to download your free report. Um, it's, a, it's a very quick how-to guide on eight different ways that you can utilize the power of videos in your business uh, to help your business to grow, convert better, and to showcase your brand story. So once again, without further ado, let's welcome Sydney Clevinger. So Sydney, um, how did you end up doing what you do today? Awesome, how you doing, Joel? Uh, thanks for letting me be on your show. Uh, man, I got doing what I'm doing today. You know, it's funny. Um, I get asked that question a lot because I got into what I'm doing because initially I wanted to be an athletic director. Um, I was in college and I, I was, I played a lot of sports growing up and I wanted to be an athletic director. I wanted to, um, I wanted to, um, you know, 
run, I wanted to basically run a business that was full of athletics. And then what I decided was, was, you know, I got, I went into college and I became an intern in my senior mm-hmm. year of college. And I just got placed in what was called the sports information uh, department. And in the sports information department, they were in charge of all the websites and, and all of that stuff. What, you know, I, I really enjoyed like what I was doing and I really fell in love with the tech part of it. I really fell in love with the, um, the website. I worked on a lot of websites. I worked on like, you know, media guides, and graphic design. It was a lot of graphic design work and stat work. And I just sort of fell in love with it. And then, you know, then I found out there's really no money in the athletic world. So I just started doing it, but doing it for business. And I started building websites. And that's how I got started. Um, I started building websites. And that's how I got started. And my first year, I built about 15 websites for companies, charged around eight to $10,000 a, a website back when I was building WordPress sites. And uh, just never kind of looked back. Just for someone who's listening to this, uh, who doesn't quite know, you know, your story. I mean, how did building websites end up with, you know, um, the near-death experience that you had? You know, again, the websites and like, you know, back, this would have been back in uh, like 2010 or 12, you know, when I was doing the websites and, you know, direct, not that direct response, Mm -hmm. um, lead generation wasn't around, just I wasn't really involved in it yet. It was very much a, a website, you know, I really didn't handle any type of like true ads. It was very much just like a website and, um, you know, Facebook was very basic back then you know with what we did and then i just sort of started like i'll never forget it my man um when facebook ads really became relevant back about 2016 2015 2016 people really started jumping i just started fall you know i remember um hearing about what a sales funnel was for the first time and um it all just made sense to me because i had been in web so it all just very very much made sense to me from the get-go and, you know, when they would talk about sales funnels and all these people would talk about how complicated sales funnels were and this and that, it always just made really, really good sense to me. So, um, so my whole thing was, was, you know, if I understand this and I can do it and I understand how to hook up the integrations and how the integrations work and how they're supposed to work and what it's supposed to do in this, I can then just start, you know, helping people with what they need help with. And that's how I got started. And, um, you know, I was doing websites and people knew me because I was doing digital for a while and they knew me because I was a pretty decent salesman. And, um, from that, I was able to just basically start doing something that technology and I was able to kind of leverage that and, 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 and kind of break into the market, um, having that background. And then once I got into it, you know, as you saw over the past couple of years, media marketing has kind of just really, really, really taken a, uh, a leap. And, um, yeah, and it, you know, it seems to work. It seems to be working pretty, uh, pretty well. Cool. Cool. I mean, um, yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm curious, you know, like, so what, I mean, you, you of course started out in the digital world, you've been in for a long time. Uh, of course, you know, I think you talked about, you shared with me, uh, you struggled with some personal issues as well along the way. Right. So, I mean, you had that, you had that success, but then, you know, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, it wasn't that enjoyable, right? I mean, at that time, compared I mean, to, of course, how much... Yeah, you- I mean, you're right. I mean, back in, you know, 2000, just turned, you know, as of the day, obviously, you know, it's it's 2020, we just hit the new year. And, you know, back in 2016, I mean, you know, I, I was at one, I was at my bottom, you know? I mean, I was very much at my bottom and, um, and it was very difficult. And, uh, and, you know, I just, it was very difficult and I just didn't want to be... You know, I just didn't want to be alive. You know, I had no drive. I had no um, ambition whatsoever. 
Mm-hmm. Um, all I cared about was going out and, and, and being upset and being upset at the world and, and, um, and, uh, just, just being mad and, um, you know, and I, and I just had no drive and I didn't care. And, mm, so just, and, and, you know, just, and, then, and then finally, yeah. you know, I, I cracked and on new year's Eve on new year's Eve, you know, I, I got suicidal, thought I'd take my life. And, um, you know, ever since then, it's just sort of been like. I can't believe I put myself in that position. And, and, and that was rock bottom for me. I mean, sitting there in that room, I, I still see it. So, I mean, like that was rock bottom for me. And, um, you know, ever since then, man, it's, you know, it's funny because yesterday, actually on Facebook, I got like a reminder of this photo and it was the first meme that I ever made. And, it, you know, and I kind of take a look at that and, um, and I kind of take a look at that and, you know, refresh it into, uh, you know, what it could have been. You know, all mm. that happened, all the decisions that were made, all the crazy, um, all the crazy, you know, things that happened along the way. Um, I look at it and I realize, wow, like, you know, this was just by the hands, you know, this was by the hands of something that's much bigger than me. Because, you know, like, but at the same time, it also helps me feel like that's part of why I was put on this earth. Because I was mm. able to get through that and help. I can help others do the same. Yeah, I, 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 lost a, I lost a friend to suicide last year as well. So. Oh, man, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just, I mean, just so that I understand what you just said, um, it seems to me like a common theme is uh, energy, right? The energy you were putting out, the energy um, you were living with uh, every day, um, it was, you know, it's in a bad place. So, I mean, what's the, I mean, what, if, if on hindsight now looking back, uh, what's the, you know, one biggest uh, key that you that you took away that, uh, you know, contributed to this big change and, um, of course, your later success and the transformation that you have had. Beyond just, of course, hitting rock bottom and then, you know, there's nowhere further down for you to drop. <laughs> so the only way is up um, um, if, you, if, you, if you kept on living. So, I mean, uh, if you could pick one thing um, that sparked that change that you still keep today, uh, what would it be? May I ask a question? Uh, the biggest thing, man, is consistency, in my opinion. You, you've got to be consistent. I think there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they're looking for that magic bullet. They're looking for that one thing, that two things they can do real fast, real quick, make their gazillion dollars and then get out. And, you know, I think that, you know, that that's such a just, my, you know, it's just, it's just so backwards in mindset to me. You know, just every day you get up, every day you're given an opportunity, every day you're, you know, you're, you can, you, you're given a second chance to go out there and, and, and be your best and, and, and beat your personal best and be the best person you can be today. And like, it's just, you know, everything in my being is all about rehearse, review, revise. So, you know, you rehearse what you're doing, you review what you did, and then you revise on it and you make it better for the next time. So I always look at my days as kind of like I'm, I'm, I'm rehearsing my day to be, have a better day tomorrow. Right. So the right. biggest thing that if I can take from is getting consistent and just consistently getting 1% better every day, pushing the boundary just a little bit every single day, because that is exponentially what is going to help you grow. You know, don't be afraid of burning your boats. People, when they're either going to die or succeed, tend to succeed. Hashtag Tony Robbins, right? So like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it's, it's, and that's true. Don't be afraid of losing it all. Be afraid of not trying. Be afraid of not putting it all out there. Be afraid of not knowing. You know, like to see the types of stuff that we're doing now, me and my wife and our team. I mean, this stuff wasn't fathomable two years ago. What we're, you know, I mean, we're talking, we're, we're having, we're talking about having a mastermind this year in, in Europe and, 
you know, we're planning on going to Spain and, you know, it's going to be a 30 or $40,000 trip. Mm. Two years ago, that is just, that is so beyond anything we could even ever even fathom. Mm. There's no way that can happen. That doesn't happen to people like us. And then here we are, opportunity gets thrown on the desk this morning, actually. And I'm on the phone with, with two people that I'm wanting to have be speakers. You know, and um, and I'm pitching for them to come and be speakers, and they're they're all about it. So I mean, like I think, I think that you know, it's just you need to you know, belief is huge, but you got to be consistent, and you consistently got to have your head down and eyes forward on whatever you know goal that you're looking to achieve. Or I don't like goals, or whatever target you're looking to you know to uh, surpass. Mm-hmm. Head down, eyes forward, and don't stop until you get there. The perseverance has got to be there, and you got to do it every day, whether you want to or not. Right, right. So rehearse, review, revise. Rehearse, um, review, revise. That came to me from Marshall Silva. Marshall Silva. Okay. Yeah, he's a coach. My wife and I are in his inner circle, and mm. um, he, that's something that he taught us. Yeah. I see. I see. Yeah. I mean, uh, I personally benefited from uh, you know massively from masterminds as well, coaching. Uh, would you would you say that that um that was um you know, the, the, the turning point for you? Because, I mean, uh, you probably didn't come to this realization when you hit rock bottom, right? I mean, uh, did, uh, uh, did you have external help or like, I mean... I mean, my turning point, man, has got to be when I moved to Texas. I mean, I just, you know, that was probably one of the biggest risks that I could have ever taken. And, um, you know, and I moved to... Uh, um, and I moved to... Um, you know, I moved to, it was just the biggest risk I'd ever taken. And, um, so where were you, uh, where were you living before that? I was in Kentucky. I was living with my parents right, uh, right. and, um, I was living with my parents and, uh, you know, it just sort of, I was 29 and I was just, I refused to live with my parents when I'm 30. That's just not going to happen. It's not mm. in the cards for me. You know, that was kind of my big thing was I'm not going to live in my, at my parents' house when I'm 30. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, and I just remember I, I just had been doing a lot of research. I forgot what it was, but something, you know, it was just like, I'm moving to Dallas. I'm moving to Dallas, Texas. You guys aren't stopping me. Mm. You know, I, I know you're going to be scared. This is a big move. I know it's scary. I don't have any money. I don't know how I'm going to do it. But I'm moving to Dallas and I'm figuring it out. And I want your support. And mm. I just remember, like, I was so certain that day. I'll never forget. I was so certain. I, walk, I remember walking downstairs. My mom was working. You know, I hadn't worked in, in months. I hadn't brought in any money in months. And I was literally borrowing money to go to Taco Bell from them every day. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and I was fat and I was out of shape and I was unhappy and I was sad. And, but you know what? I wanted, I wanted, um, I wanted it, you know, I mean, I wanted, I wanted, um, I wanted to chase whatever this was because at the time all I saw was hate and all I saw was sad. Mm. So back then it was all about, I'm going to chase whatever it is that I want to grab. And I don't know what it is yet, but it's better than what I'm at now. So I'm going to leave what I'm at now and I'm just going to chase something else and it's bound to be better. And I really didn't know what it was. And I got here and, you know, ran out of money a couple months in and then, you know, had to figure it out for a month, month and a half. Almost ended up having to move home because I didn't have any money, didn't have anything. And um, and then, on you know, that month I, I went all in and just I had to figure it out that month. Somehow I figured it out and I made 11 grand and I haven't looked back since. So, you know, I mean, that's kind of my story. I mean, you know, I, I got into something that where I saw it and I was 100% in. 
And then like, you know, the turning point for me was just like, holy crap, I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can see it now. It's real. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting. You brought up a lot of, uh, a lot of very insightful points, uh, Sydney. Um, and I think one of the, maybe one of the things um, would be your decision to go all in, like 100%. And I noticed this of, uh, you know, peers or friends uh, who, who had that change as well. I mean, you know, sometimes I think we're afraid to go all in. We try to do like 99% or even 98 and then not 100 because like, what if we fail, right? You know? Yeah, um, there's yeah. always that one little piece of holding back. You know, you're never truly 100% in, right? So, you know, and, and I get that, brother. I mean, like, you know, and I think it's it's hard because people just want to be perfect all the time or they think they have to be perfect for something to work out right. And that's not true. It's just not true. Um, you know, I mean, the, the amount of stuff that Tiffany and I have went out with and it's not 100% finished or we don't really know exactly what we're doing about this or that or we didn't get the camera to shoot the perfect angle or whatever. I mean, like all you're doing is holding yourself up. You need to get something out, put it up there, put out crap, and if it doesn't work, then put out crap 2.0. So <laughs> 1% better. Put out crap, it's okay. Rehearse, review your eyes, and then put out crap 2.0. Yeah. That's you know, what, I mean, like, yeah. do something. Yeah. Sitting down and being complacent is getting nobody anywhere. Do something. Write down a sentence, write down a word, just do something. Right? And, um, and I think that's kind of, you know, that's important. So. All right. Yeah, cool, cool. So um, I'm going to transition from, you know, Sydney, the, um, the doer, to maybe, okay. you know, uh, Sydney more like a, the, the businessman and we're going to move more like into the tactical side of things. So, I mean, right. after someone, you know, realizes, okay, this is the mindset that they need to approach it. You know, you got to do something. Um, you can't be afraid of being perfect. You got to go all in. You got to, like what you say, reverse, review, revise. Um, so then, you know, what's your process? I mean, in terms of like, you know, what you're, what you're helping people with today, um, you know, um, like what's your process like in terms of, you know, generating leads on social media, um, you know, things around that. Yeah. So we do, you know, Tiffany and I, we, um, well, I, you know, I run an advertising agency and, uh, we, you know, we do digital advertising. We run what's called a temp based branding programs. That's a type of campaign that was invented by a guy by the name of Frank Kern who is my marketing mentor. I've studied with him for many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and um, you know, we, we run at, we, we uh, do run paid ads, but we also, we get about 80% um, of our closed deals actually through organic, organically done. So through publications, through podcasts like this, through, um, you know, through uh, being mentioned in publications. I was recently mentioned, I was mentioned in Forbes last week, um, which is oh, called, yeah. um, you know, Tiffany was, my wife was mentioned in Entrepreneur. Um, you know, and then this week I've been mentioned in Thrive Global, so influential, and um, in Future Sharks, and you know, it's it's just that's really really good for reach, and then they find us, and once they find us, they they stick around because they like our message, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, a, 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 that's a big part. You know, we find that a lot of the people that find us organically, they uh, they close into paying clients a lot faster, and um, you know, paid ads, it's a great way to gain reach. At the same time. The conversion is still the same, you know, it's just, they're getting you out to that reach of those people. So, you know, we focus on the big four and, um, you know, we, uh, like I said, we run ads and, um, and we run, we run media, but we also just, we're, we're very, very consistent in, in posting and infiltrating groups and, um, being on, you know, we're on at least two podcasts a week. We, we have our own podcast. We, um, you know, we write articles and we're published every week. 
um, you know, and we're, we're constantly live. We're constantly, you know, in our groups, we're constantly doing what we know we need to do to spark someone's interest and, um, and have them work with us right now. And we just follow exactly what we preach, you know, and, um, and, and that's exactly what we do for our clients. So, you know, in regards to, I guess, the facet is we definitely um, use social media. That's really our only form of advertising. And uh, we focus on the big four, which would be Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And, um, and we primarily run video-based, momentum-based ads. If they click, they see. They, they see more. So the more they click, the more they see. Mm. So, um, you know, and we, um, and, and we build ads based on momentum. You know, if they click on one thing, awesome. They might they see some more stuff. If they click on two things, they'll see twice as much more stuff. Three things, three times as much more stuff. So, you know, it's all based on behavior and it's based on dynamic and, um, you know, um, that, that's basically what we do. We, we focus all on social media and social media has done just been amazing for us. And I'm sure it'd be amazing for your listeners as well. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. You talked about this, uh, this term called momentum. Uh, it's the first time I've heard of it. Um, and, uh, and I see how it relates to behavior. So I'm just wondering, you know, like, um, for someone, let's say for myself, who I'm totally unfamiliar with the concept of momentum, right? Uh, it's the first time I'm hearing it from you. So um, what would be the questions that I can ask myself, just like how a listener would be listening to this, um, to figure out, you know, how to, how to map out the behavior or the momentum of uh, something that would be effective or do you have to test it? You know, I mean, like, what's the uh, thought process like? Uh, the top process of, of, are you talking about just marketing in general? Yeah, in terms of like how you... Um, how you generate leads on social media yeah and then get the momentum yeah uh, so i mean like really just getting started brother i mean like getting started is just doing it i mean like going out there being online you know just being consistent about it you know i mean just get started you know you simply just got to start showing what you're doing you, you know people you're going to attract who you are so you whoever you are at that time is who you're going to attract you're going to attract exactly who you are so you know go out there and be who you are be authentic be who you are joke around, get people to laugh. You know, one of the best sales advices I was ever given was funny means money. Get somebody to laugh and um, they're <laughs> you. Seriously, funny means money. Get funny means money. Yeah, if you get somebody to laugh, you become a lot easier to say yes to. Seriously. So like, you know, um, go out there, shoot some live videos, show them what you're about, talk about your mission, talk about your cause. And the people that, again, are attracted to you because they like you is typically because they like what you're about. So if, you're going out there talking about how awesome podcasting is and how awesome your podcast is and, and how to monetize your podcast. Well, that's what you're going to be about. You're going to attract a lot of people that are interested in podcasting. Right? Mm, yeah. So it's looking at who are you looking to drive? Who are you looking to find? Who are you looking? You know, you got to start at the end. All marketing is you start in the end goal and you work your way back. So, you know, what's that target? Well, I want to find 10 clients for X course. Okay. So in what time frame? In 30 days. Awesome. So that means that we need to set, we need to convert a new lead every three days for that to make sense. So what do we need to do to convert a new lead? How many leads do you need to convert one sale? Typically 10. Okay. So that means that I need to get you at least four leads a day to hit that number. That's 12 leads. And then we just work on that. And then based on whatever that cost is, we make sure it makes sense. So, you know, that's, that's how you do it. You know, don't get so caught up in like, what if I do this? What if I do that? Just go out there and start doing it. Go out there and start posting twice a day and just start maybe doing one live a day and just start talking about your cause and talking about what, you, what you're about and how you want to help other people. The people that want to be helped will be attracted to you, I promise. 
Mm -hmm. I haven't had a single client. I've had over 500 of them. I've never had a single client that hasn't been good. So, you know, and then people are just going to start connecting with you. People are just going to start connecting with you left and right. And, um, and off we go. So that, that, that would be, that would definitely be my, um, my recommendation. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. A lot of specific advice, uh, things that people can follow. Um, I'm just wondering, you know, uh, after, you know, we've worked with so many people, so many different businesses, um, on, uh, lead generation, you know, marketing sales and all these things, um, you've probably seen, you know, both good and bad. So, you know, what, what would be your observations on the difference, you know, like what makes a difference between, um, one that uh beyond of course what you've talked about like consistency and also of course doing it right uh that's a big factor i mean what other differences do you do you notice between one that works and one that doesn't when you say one that works in regards to like just systems or operation like what works yeah in- systems yeah you know again you know for me in a system for me being a business owner and a ceo i have to be able to walk away from the system entirely and it work for it to matter to me right if I'm involved, then something's wrong because then I can't scale. I can only be involved for so many times. I need to make something where I don't have to be involved. So like for me, when I'm building a system, what makes it work is literally just it's test and retest and split test and, and test on efficiency and test what it's doing and test if, you know, you, you're, you're constantly working on trying, you know, like Mark Cuban once said it best. Um, he said, you know, if I was going to kick my own ass, if, if I, you know, if I was, you know, uh, if I was in, you know, he says, if I was in this space or if I was, you know, looking to kiss my own ass, I always think about how I'm looking to kiss my own ass or how I'm looking to kick my own ass. And then I go out there and I make sure that no one else can do that. So mm-hmm. like, you know, in a way, like I'm always like, okay, so if I was trying to overcome me or if I was trying, if I was a competitor and I was up against me, what would they try to do? And, you know, like that's kind of where, you know, again, it goes back into systems. But again, it's just like, you know, what... You know, if you build a strong system, if you build a system that, you know, allows you not to be a part of it, then you're able to build a system that can run. The more you put in it, the more it produces. You don't Mm -hmm. have to be a part of it and there's no stopping. So like for me, the difference in something working is if I can build something that has zero need for me to be a part of it. Everything runs. All I got to do is push start or whatever and everything runs the way it's supposed to. So let's say, for example, you know, uh, I could, um, you know, purchase a new software. For example, you know, like some some uh, some SaaS, for example, or CRM sure. system, versus yeah. you know hiring more people versus you know um, something else, right? Um, sure. How how do you how do you make decisions on what to delegate, what to automate? Oh, what to, okay, yeah. So um, what I'm always looking to do, man, is I'm looking to find people's strengths. So like you know, for me, I'm surrounded by a lot of extremely talented people. What I'm looking to do is, is I'm looking to put them in the best situation for them to accelerate and win that they can. I'm looking to put them in the best uh, way where they can succeed. If I put them in win-win situations, there's a good, you know what I mean? If I give them their strength, I can then trust that they're going to put their heart and their soul into that yeah, strength yeah. and they be the best that they can. So I literally have on my team, like people own their position. They own what they have to get done and they take a lot of pride in that. So you know, that's a big, that's a big deal for us. And that's exactly what I do with my team and, 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 and how we're, how we're able to, you know, really, um, how we're able to really, uh, be it not only efficient, but how we're able to be extremely effective from the get go. Mm-hmm. And, and how do you, 
how do you dis- discover someone's strengths? Do, do you do you speak to them? Um, you know, have a uh, you know, do you do you base it off what they say? You know, I mean, how do you for you in your process of selecting people and finding out what works best for this uh, someone? I think people oftentimes have a, a couple of strengths. So, uh, I mean, how would you uh, best figure out how you can work together? What so for me again when I'm looking for strengths, um, this comes back a little bit of cold reading, but a lot of you know I the first thing I look when people work for me is like I gotta I need to find multiple talent. Everybody is really 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 good at something, but they always can get better. You know Tiger Woods who is who is and the stats prove it. Even Michael Jordan, yeah. both of them will sit down and tell you that they might have been like the goat of their sport. Right. Tiger is obviously one of the goats of his sport. Michael's obviously the, even though, you know, you want to throw LeBron in there, whatever. Yeah. All of, them, all of them, though, are practicing at their craft and getting better at it each and every day. All of them are surrendering to the fact that they're not at their best. There's always something to improve on. So what I'm looking for is I'm looking for someone who understands that no matter how good they, they were before they got in front of me, there's always room for them to get better. So I'm looking to figure out if, you know, are they multiple talent and are they willing to surrender? And if they're willing to do that, then the sky's the limit and they're going to be able to do anything. And my whole goal is that they're going to be able to soon move on, move on from me and go start something else. Because mm-hmm. I don't want them working for the rest of their life. You know, I want them being able to learn the skills they need to learn from me and our company and then move on. So the best way that I look at that, like I said, a bit of cold reading and then, um, you know, cold reading obviously just being what you see them doing, you know, through their expression. Um, and then, you know, obviously from there, you're looking to, Simply just um, not only just do cold reading, but also just um, by seeing, are they willing to listen? Are they willing to get better? Or are they just going to come in and, and just sort of, you know, identify that this is who they are. This is the best they're going to be. And they're never going to practice. I don't right. like that. I'd hire somebody that w- with more, I'd hire somebody with more ambition and more drive and someone with more talent, anybody, any day of the week. And I've done mm-hmm. it before. Yeah, because you can always get better versus someone who checks, who doesn't check their ego at the door, and then they they say like, "I know it already," and then uh, they stop learning and growing from there. Uh, absolutely, man. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yes, you you hit the nail on the head there. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Cool. Awesome. So, uh, I'm gonna ask you this question, which is a favorite question of mine. Um, awesome. So, Sydney, um, and and it's a little bit of a curveball. Um, okay. Yeah. So like feel free to. Oh, <laughs> uh, so okay. So the question is, what's one thing the the one thing that they need to remember all the time, that they need to practice consistently, um, every day, so that they can grow tenfold in the next ten years. Communication, um, absolutely communication. Um, if you don't know how to communicate with the world, you don't know how to properly communicate, um, effectively with your prospects with um with people that matter to you in your life and in your business, then you are going to fall flat on your face. You have to be able to communicate effectively with people. You have to be able to uh, display your message and your calls for people. And you constantly need to, you know, communication is persuasion. Persuasion is communication. The better persuader you are, the better salesperson you are, the better salesperson you are, the better more money you typically make. So all of it's connected, but like it it all begins and ends with communication. If you don't know how to communicate, you're not going to go very far. So if there's a specific skill set that I would say you need to consistently learn, communicating and persuasion, hands down. Awesome, awesome. Um, so um, just the last burning question I have on communication, <laughs> I want to dive deeper into it. Um, so uh, is it more of the, the mastery of language 
right? Because of course, if you can, if if you have more, you know, words or tools at your disposal, of course you can communicate something better. But it doesn't mean that it's the best way, right? Sometimes the best messages come across in the simplest fashion. So, um, is it is it just that, um, you know, or and of course, I know you're gonna disagree with me on this uh, on this question. Um, but uh, is it you know also communication in terms of like emotional skill sets? You know, being being good with people, um, understanding you know their behavior, like what you talked about. Or is it of course also the, um, you know, for someone else like I'm thinking of business owners where you know they, uh, you know, for 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 example, you know, the command of English isn't that good, or you know, they have uh they have struggles with language, right? But they're very good with people. So is it a mixture of both? Is it um, like, what's your perspective and takes on what makes up communication? Um, communication is everything. Communication is every which way that you move, interact, or, you know, it's body language, it's, it's, it's tone and it's, and it's words. And, um, you know, and, and a mixture of all three, you know, I think that, I think that, you know, identifying through communication, how you can best communicate your calls or your, you know, whatever it might be, that's going to help you, um, you know, in, in all parts of life, right? Mm. And and uh, and how do you get better at communication for for you specifically? Um, you know, what resources do you tap on? You know, what uh, um, you know, what areas do you do you work on? Is it, it? It could be like an area that is completely not related to business or you know, uh, anything along those lines, right? I mean, uh, I've had uh, people and myself also. I went for you know like. Uh, acting training even theater training just to get better at communication that bleeds into other areas so i mean i'm curious like for you uh how do you get better at communication practice it brother um i practice it um i take i take courses on it um i i do speech therapy i you know if there's a way that i can benefit something if there's a class i can take i jump all over it i'm not afraid of constantly getting better and i'm not afraid of uh, you know again it all goes back to me getting one percent better every day i practice what i preach so, um, you know, and again, I would, I would say it goes back to uh, whomever is, you know, doing that as well. You just have to practice it, which goes right back to Michael Jordan and LeBron. LeBron practices every day. Kobe practiced every day. They didn't just wake up and, and, and they were happened to be the best person that was playing the game at that time. You know, they practiced their craft every day and they made sure that there was nobody anywhere near them when it came to them and their craft. And that's why they're the best. And that's why you'll be the best, whatever it is that you're doing. Awesome, man. So practice, practice, practice. You know, it's not practice. You know, it's it's practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent. Perfect practice makes perfect. So it's not just going out there and, and trying. It's rehearse, review, revise. Go out there and you try, and then it, does, it wasn't perfect. You revise it to make it better, and then you go out there and you try again. It wasn't perfect. You revise it to make it better. Everything in life is rehearsal. And then, you know, you're going to revise what you did, and you're going to learn from it. You're going to grow from it, and then you're going to rehearse it again. And that's exactly what I would say to do there. So last question for you, Sydney. Um, how can people get in contact with you? Awesome. Yeah. So um, we have a, obviously they can get to me on Facebook. Um, you know, and I'll, um, they'll be, I'm going to, you know, give Joel some links here. So um, you can put it into the podcast. Um, the best way to get involved with, uh, with me is to join our free Facebook group, our free Facebook community. Um, our free Facebook uh, community is called Success Secrets for Purpose-Driven Entrepreneurs. So um, it is um, a group that is all, all geared around learning mindset and marketing and sales um, um, information. And so you can grow your business um, utilizing social media, leveraging social media, as well as having the right mindset to be able to go out as an entrepreneur and, um, and, and be purpose-driven in regards to um, having your business help other businesses or other things 
and be, and, and be a legacy, you know, in the world. So, you know, if you're looking to want to hang out with just a bunch of awesome people, we have over 300 people in that group. Make sure to um, to uh, click on the link and join the group. You'll get a free gift for joining a lot of our, all of our mini courses, uh, our interviews with, um, you know, a millionaire of seven and eight figure earners, Marshall Silver and others, and as well as, you know, as well as you're going to get, you know, just our daily routines. You're going to get our books. You're going to get everything that we, we give away just for joining the free group. Um, because we want to just be a community, uh, a positive community of people of help. And, um, you know, we would love for you to join our community so you could grow with everyone in there. Remember, we all win when we all win. So the best way to get in touch with us is to uh, join our group, Success Secrets for Purpose Driven Entrepreneurs. Awesome, man. I love your quote. Yeah, yeah Joel here, he's going to be getting himself in there right after this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Thank you very much for your time, Sydney. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today. Um, and I'm going to take this opportunity to give you some updates on what we're currently working on right now. So um, just a few days ago, we have just launched our Facebook and LinkedIn groups as a way of uh, getting connected. Because of course, in every podcast episode is of a more one-time nature. So to continue to be able to interact with uh, some of the guests that you find uh, interesting directly, you can do this through the Facebook groups, the LinkedIn groups, connect with them, interact with them, um, ask them further questions on, you know, some things that they talked about on the show. Or, you know, if you have certain business opportunities or connections and you want to get in touch with them directly, uh, you may do so through the group as well. Um, I also do post up a lot of content in the group uh, so that you can actually better, you know, whether be starting your own podcast, um, some of the things that uh, some of the guests have said, updates on what we are working on. And of course, uh, we also have a, a second group. So the first group for the podcast is called the Entrepreneur's Tribe Podcast Private Group. The Entrepreneur's Tribe Podcast Private Group. So you can search this on Facebook, you'll be able to find it. The second group on Facebook is called How to Grow Your Business with Video. It's called How to Grow Your Business with Video. And the second group is uh, primarily what we're working on at Tip Your Time. Uh, we're going to be uh, having a lot of uh, video content, posts, um, you know, free stuff, uh, free guys. Uh, I'm going to be going on live in some of the, uh, and some days as well of the week um, to be able to give you some free training on how to get better with video, how to think about video, how to get more confident in front of the camera. Uh, some of the things that I've learned, you know, over the years um, through training, theater training, acting training and stuff like that. You can also find this on LinkedIn. So I hope to see you guys inside the group. And if you didn't quite catch the name of the groups and you want to find out and get the link directly because it's more convenient, feel free to just reach out to me on social media, all the various channels. I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, um, you know, Twitter, stuff like that. You can find it at Tip Your Time. Uh, that's my handle on the various channels. And I hope to see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Entrepreneur's Tribe Podcast. Head over to video.sell.com V-I-D-E-O-T-H-A-T-S-E-L-L.com to download your free report on 8 simple ways to grow your business using video and be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are listening on. And once again, I'm Joel Ong and I want to appreciate you for listening in. And please leave us a review because you have a unique story and we want to hear it. Talk to you soon.